we're back after a two-week hiatus <laughs> yeah things happened uh we'll, we'll get into it another time, but we're back back again we're back so um, what are we doing today today we thought it'd be a little bit more fun and not so philosophical to do a test about our personalities yeah we're doing this thing called an Enneagram test? Enneagram? Enneagram test. I don't know. It's like very similar to like a Myers-Briggs test, like that 16 personalities test that like health class has always like told you to take or we did in health class. But um, but honestly, we're just doing this for fun and we always like figuring, like we always like to see if the internet actually knows who we are. If you don't know what the Enneagram test is, according to, according to Google or Wikipedia, the Enneagram of personality or simply the Enneagram, is a model of the human psyche. Um, and it's split up into nine different personalities. And they're kind of all connected to each other. So you can be predominantly one personality and have something called a wing, which yep. can wing off into any of the other personality personalities that they have. And I think it also said that like no one is like almost no one is predominantly one type and they're there's they're almost always like they have a wing um so they're kind of like a mix of different personalities personalities so that's yeah. what it said it it kind of looks like really complicated and it's it's clear when you actually look at the diagram but you yeah. get the gist of it a quick explanation of the diagram it's like a circle and you have like nine points along the circumference i guess and those are the nine personalities mm -hmm. and they all have lines that kind of connect to each other so yeah. those are your wings or whatever but mm -hmm. i guess we can get into it now and so we did a test and it's not like you know peer-reviewed so don't <laughs> um take this with a grain of salt mm -hmm. it's not accurate but i got type two with a wing three What's the name of type two? Because they each have different names. Type like, two. Quick, quick, okay. Just give us a rundown of it. So type two is the helper and they're the caring and the interpersonal type. They're generous, demonstrative, <laughs> demonstrate, whatever. People pleasing and possessive. Wow, I love that for me. And I have a wing three, which is the achiever. And that is the success oriented, the pragmatic type. They're adaptable, excelling, driven and image conscious. For me, my predominant personality was a type nine. So type nine is the peacemaker. And it says here that if you're predominantly type nine, then you're the easygoing, self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. So there you go. And my wing was type one, which is the reformer. So it says here that type one being a reformer, they're the perfectionists, they're responsible and fixated on improvement, which I think is pretty accurate. And there's also a little nickname for each when you, of the... Yeah, when you put them together. Yeah. So like mine would be considered a per personal personality type nine wing one, which is the dreamer. So yeah. Which Nora thinks is very... Um, it parallels her Myers-Briggs one, which yeah, was the, yeah, cause, which was really actually interesting. Yeah, so we'll quickly list our Myers-Briggs one. So that's the one that most people know, the INF, the, the yeah, one with the ISF, four letters. Yeah, um, I'm the mediator, so it's, for me personally, I'm the IN, INFP, and I'm turbulent, so INFP-T, that's me. How about you? 
I for so for the mixed the mixed name that the Enneagram type two with a wing three they're called the hostess um and then my Myers-Briggs one oh my god this might just be a lot of information but like my Myers-Briggs <laughs> one is the defender so I think I think both of them are very like similar but I think there's different parts of it that are kind of like that are kind of different but we'll get into it okay um you can go first you can dive oh into Lord. yours and then oh we'll, we'll just do Lord. you all okay. ones just so we don't like talk back and forth and like, confuse everybody yeah okay so the helper okay this is from the website that we actually did the test on this is personality type two two yeah so the helper is people of this personality type essentially feel that they are worthy insofar as they are helpful to others which i think is true for myself Love is their highest ideal. I don't know about that. <laughs> and selflessness is their duty. Giving to others is their reason for being. Involved, socially aware, usually extroverted. That is wrong. I don't consider myself as an extrovert, actually. Um, twos are the type of people who remember everyone's birthday and then who go the extra mile to help out a coworker, spouse, or a friend in need. That's very true. And I feel like you could be an extrovert when you want to be. That's true. Yeah. I keep thinking about this because like people have told me like you're not an introvert at all. I'm like, no, but I am an introvert. But I'm an extrovert in the right circumstances. Well, I don't know. I don't I, know how... I think you can be an extrovert when you... Like, like I said, when you want to be. But yeah, because I feel like people think that extroverts are always like loud and just looking for attention, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just because you... Can, you're so open to getting along with so many people that mm -hmm. that's probably where the extrovertedness comes from. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I think. Twos are warm, emotional people who care a great deal about their personal relationships, which is true. And I've only recently, you know, found that out. <laughs> the twos develop a sense of entitlement when it comes to the people closest to them, which is actually true. I get super jealous when, like, my friends have, like, other friends. That's such really? a bad thing to say. <laughs> No, not like, not like, oh my god, you shouldn't be hanging out with them, but like, oh, like, I could have been hanging out with Nora today, or like... Do you get, do you almost get paranoid that you'll lose your spot, in a sense? Yeah. Like, you'll lose your closeness with them? I'm like, oh, but she's closer to her. Like, like, oh, that's such a bad thing to say. No, I think that's just normal. <laughs> I think everybody has that, but I guess it's interesting that it's, like, something that they define in your personality. Maybe it's because you want to take care of them so badly in that sense, you know? That you kind of, you kind of, oh my god, it feels like it's like a sense of like ownership. Yeah, like, you're like, like, you're like, I can be a better friend. Like, why can be another one? <laughs> <laughs> There's that, but I'm also very like protective. Mm -hmm. Like people like hurt my friends. I'm like, bitch. Are you like sus of new people, like new friends? Mm -hmm. Of new friends, of my friends? Like when my friends make me yeah. friends? Kind of. You're like, hmm, you gotta or, like, scope them out Or a even bit. like relationships. Especially yeah, that's a big relationships. One. <laughs> I'm like, mm hmm. You have the checklist. You're like, yeah. Okay, how do you measure up? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, a little bit of some bad things about twos. They can become intrusive and demanding if they're if they're often unacknowledged emotional needs go unmet. I don't know about that. I don't think I'm like that. I don't even know my emotional needs, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think that stems from. I don't know if this is part of your wing or whatever, but that sounds like a very confrontational kind of personality type. And I think that's where you, you're not a confrontational person, so mm. that's why it doesn't match up quite so perfectly. Yeah. 
Um, they can be bossy and manipulative, feeling entirely justified in being so because they have earned the right and their intentions are good. I don't think I'm like that at all. I can be bossy, but that's because I'm just <laughs> me. <laughs> but I think when you know what you want, you go for it, you know? Like oh, in a relationship yeah. or any like friendship, when you know where you're lacking, then you, you're, act, like, you're yeah. like, okay, I need this. And then the darkest side of the type 2 fixation appears when the two begins to feel that they will never receive the love they deserve for all of their efforts. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Do you agree? Um, I don't know if that's like the darkest side. Maybe. I mean, obviously I have that like, the one of the other websites said that like my fear is, um, my basic fear is that of being unwanted and unworthy of being loved and I like I'd say that is pretty accurate ooh, <laughs> ooh it's all being laid out laid out <laughs> my god this was supposed to be fun it is fun my basic okay. desire is to feel loved which I mean like everybody wants to feel loved but yeah which is probably why I have problems with my love life but that's another <laughs> that's another thing to talk about because twos are generally helping others meet their needs they can forget to take care of their own that's true this can yeah. lead to physical burnout emotional exhaustion and emotional volatility that's true <laughs> I, I agree with that for you because i feel like you're so um caring with other people that obviously you pri prioritize, prioritize them, them. <laughs> like like you can you need to take care of yourself yeah, we've actually had this conversation yeah. like like <laughs> recently three days ago okay so basically we have a group chat and I was just asking Elena, hey, like, you want to hang out? And she was like, I don't know if I can. I have things to do. I'm I'm like, I feel I'm so bad here. for saying I'm no. I'm so sorry. It's because I keep saying no to people. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm literally going to lose friends if I keep <laughs> saying no to people. Um, two need to learn that they can only be of true service to others if they are healthy, balanced, and centered in themselves. Um, this other website shows the levels of development for each type i'm just looking at that so there are like healthy levels and average levels and an unhealthy level um, so is level one basically just saying you're really like like you're mentally stable like, like that like uh if you're a type two and you're at level one that is where you're like where you should be where you should be okay and then yeah because it's a level it goes from level one to level nine and the higher the number the least healthy you are i guess mm -hmm. Okay. I'd say I'm in like the middle of like level three and four. What's the description for those? So level three is encouraging and appreciative, able to see the good in others. Service is important, but takes care of self too. They are nurturing, generous, and giving a truly loving person. And then level four is want to be closer to others. So start people pleasing, becoming overly friendly, emotionally demonstrative. Oh my God, that word again. Dem dem demonstrative. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know how to say that. Is it demonstrative? I don't, yeah, <laughs> demonstrative and full of good intentions about everything, gives seductive attention, approval, strokes, flattery, love is their supreme value, and they talk about it constantly. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Is that true? That, mm, yeah. Has it been a conflict in your life right Talking now? Talking about love so much? Not Has really. It? I don't think so. Not really. Sometimes though, I feel like I talk about it so much that like, I'm almost trying to convince myself of oh, it, yeah. you know? But it's honestly not. It's just like I just like talking about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say I'm in the middle of those those two. I need to work on like, you know, taking care of myself, I would say. But I'm definitely not in like the unhealthy level, I would think. 
Yeah, because the healthy level, according to the site, level one to level three, you're considered healthy. Mm -hmm. Average is level four to level six, and unhealthy is level seven to level nine. What's what's your level nine looking like? If just like worst case scenario. <laughs> um, so level nine is able to excuse and rationalize what they do since they feel abused and victimized by others and are bitterly resentful and angry. Ooh. Wow. Somatization of their aggression results in chronic health problems as they vindicate themselves by falling apart and burdening others. Damn. Generally corresponds to the histrion histrionic personality disorder and factitious disorder, which I think is true. And I am not at that level. Thank God. I don't Thank think I've ever seen you at that level. God? Oh my God. Um, and then, so they have like personal recommendations, like personal growth recommendations on here. And... Uh, my favorite yeah. one, I think, is like, remember that if you're not addressing your own needs, it is highly unlikely that you will be able to meet anyone else's needs without problems, underlying resentments, or con and continual frustration. Ooh, that's a good one. Like, that's literally what like, I have to like work on. Yeah, that's the one that's the hardest to do, you know? Because mm -hmm. I think it conflicts with your personality trait so much because it's a lot of like self-advocacy, self I would say. But, but yeah. it's also like, I also hate, you know that I hate talking about myself. So it's like, it's, <laughs> it's so like, hard to think about me all the time. But sometimes, you know, you gotta just have to. Yourself. Um, and then another one is like, learn to recognize the affection and good wishes of others. Although others may not express their feelings in a way that you want, they may be letting you know in other ways how much they care about you. I think that's my problem too, where I'm like, I have this like standard and expectation of how people should treat me. Mm -hmm. Or like how love should be shown, but like how they show their love isn't necessarily the like reaching that expectation. It's but like it's still whole... love. But also, if you think about it, is the love languages like your love language, as in like what you like to receive or what you like to give? I think it's, I think both. it's both almost because if you give out a certain like kind of love, I think you try to give out the best possible love for yourself. Because you think that's the best way to give out love. So I think in that scenario, that's how you would also want to receive it. I think. I think. I don't know if that's accurate. But that's what I would say. Because I feel like if you really love someone or something, you would treat like treat them how you want to be treated. treated. You know? That's true. I guess I like only think about it because it's like one of like the love languages. Oh, this is another test. <laughs> but one of the love languages is like um, the receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. And I love giving gifts, but I hate receiving gifts. Oh, so that's I don't true. know whether it's like, okay, is it just that? Because like, I don't maybe, know. Maybe you're right then. I could see it going that way. Okay, we'll talk about the wing now. So my wing, if y'all are still here. <laughs> if they're following. <laughs> if they got your diagrams right. Yeah, they're like literally like writing notes on it. Um, is the achiever. And their basic fear is of being worthless. And their desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Which I think is true. Is this what your um, personality is together with the wing, or is this no? It's just the the separate one. Okay. Um, I'll just give you like an overview of type three because I'm not really type three. They the threes are the stars of human nature, and people often look up to them because of their graciousness and personal accomplishments. Lol, what accomplishments? Excuse me. Um, threes want to make sure their lives are a success, which is true. But I feel like that's everybody. Hey. <laughs> However, it is defined by their family, their culture, and their social sphere. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna talk about like the my Enneagram type two with a wing three now, which is like what I am. 
um, and it's the hostess. And um, people who identify as Enneagram type 2s with a 3 wing primarily identify as type 2s but share some characteristics with type 3s, like I said. They tend to be ambitious, altruistic, and sociable in their behavior. They love building connections with others and help making a difference in the world. Their basic fear is of being unwanted and worthless. They usually avoid this by building personal connections with others and working hard to meet the needs of the community. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, hosts, which is me, tend to suppress their own negative emotions, which, when done frequently, can lead to high levels of stress or unexpected outbursts. I think that's true. You said that you can sometimes be passive, like yeah. passive-aggressive. Yeah. So that's probably that coming out. Yeah. And it's like, and it's never, and the, I think like it's unexpected because it's never like built up to anything. It just comes out because I like suppress it. Mm -hmm. um, they tend to understand and attend to the needs of others, seek acceptance and accomplishments, enjoy group settings and meeting new people, which is questionable, repress their negative emotions and of negative emotions, and then they avoid being disliked or valuable. Ooh. Um, my weaknesses, oh, my strengths, is the optimistic worldview and upbeat attitude. Don't know where that is. <laughs> like, help me find it. Building deep personal connections, yeah. Being adaptable in stressful situations, communicating clearly and effectively, and a passion for serving others. That's true. You do build really good connections with people. Oh, I really like doing that, though. Mm -hmm. You're very, you, you like, like and you, like, that. seek it out, too. It's not... Yeah. Are you put in the effort to build it? I also think that's why people think I'm an extrovert. Mm. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, because you're not like, just like surface level. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not quiet, but I'm also like not an extrovert in the typical extroverted definition. Mm -hmm. My weakness is the tendency to be overly competitive or obsessive. Is that true? Um, competitive? not competitive, but maybe obsessive. Again, obsessive with like my friends, probably. Um, and then not acknowledging their own needs, that's true. Taking criticism personally, that's true. Criticizing themselves and others when under pressure, that's also true. <laughs> um, we tend to be stressed and drained by neglecting their own needs, being criticized or rejected, failing to accomplish goals, and feeling unloved in relationships. Episode 2, <laughs> self-love. <laughs> that's our citation. Reference. Reference. Um, so they also give me like the, the job um re recommendations mm. it says i should be a religious leader i think i might take that up <laughs> like a cult leader <laughs> and an entertainer i don't know how well i'd actually do that but yeah that is my that is a lot of information but that's type two i'd say it's like 75 to 80 percent accurate mm. obviously everyone's different but i think they hit the main points yeah which is cool your turn. Is it my turn now? It's the, what's your turn name? What's yours? My dominant personality trait is type 9, which is the peacemaker. According to the site that we did the test on, we have a essential need for peace and harmony. They say, it says that I need it outside and inside, like inside my own soul and my surroundings. It says I avoid conflict, um, which I agree with. But also I feel like if you need to, you will be confrontational. Yeah, I think I don't seek out confrontation, mm -hmm. but when I have to do it, I'll... Or I feel like you give it time mm -hmm. before you really need to actually be confrontational. Mm -hmm. And it says here, as the potential for conflict in life is virtually ubiquitous, which is true, my desire to avoid conflict generally results in some degree of withdrawal from life, <laughs> which is really sad, but true. Which is really true. Mm -hmm. And 
It says that a lot of nines are in fact introverted and I agree with that. I think I'm very introverted. But I feel like we're very similar in that context where you could be extroverted in like the right. We're both predominantly introverted, introverted. but we... I guess it's a spectrum. I don't think we're just one or the other yeah. either. But I, so. yeah, so we're both predominantly introverted. But we have extroverted tendencies mm -hmm. and we fulfill some I of agree. our needs through extrovertedness. Mm -hmm. It says most nines are fairly easygoing. I agree. I think I've learned how to lean into that more. Mm -hmm. I used to be very high strung with my life or just with the, the way I approach things. I found, found that going with the flow is much more peaceful for myself. <laughs> it gives me less stress. It says um, I'm generally reliable, sturdy, self-effacing, tolerant, and likable individuals. I, I hope I'm tolerant and I hope I'm reliable. Those are all very yes. like. I think you're very reliable and tolerant. Thank you. Actually, that's good. Cause that's, you that's, deal with me, so like, <laughs> you gotta be tolerant. <laughs> it's hard to like with things like that. It's hard to judge from like the in, like your own perspective because mm -hmm. you could think you're being very tolerant, but like, but yeah, awesome. I guess I am. <laughs> um, I say I'm pretty. With me, anyways. Yeah. I don't know about your other friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm honestly. It says here that. I'm self-effacing and that actually ties into um what does effacing mean again it means you don't like give yourself enough credit and oh. like you brush over your own contribution to things so like oh, your whatever. accomplishments yeah so that is so true that is so relevant right now I know it actually is so I I I agree with that because another thing that it says here let's see nines tend to not give themselves enough credit in general and their self-effacing attitude often seems to invite others to take them for granted and it says that that causes a whole bunch of inner turmoil and it is often a source of deep sadness which i actually agree uh -huh. with like i haven't thought about it a lot but i think just like not being recognized for your efforts obviously impacts everybody but mm -hmm. i think that's a big part of like what's important to me i want to feel accomplished i want to feel like i've contributed something so I think that's a very accurate. So my wing is a type one and type ones are perfectionist, responsible and fixated on improvement. I don't think I'm that much of a perfectionist, but I think I'm pretty like responsible and fixated on improvement. That's a big one for me. I've, I'm always looking for ways to improve myself or to be better at anything. But I feel like, okay, the way that you like used fixated is like not good well actually maybe it's just because of your per like maybe because you're different but like you're not fixated on like yeah this one's sounds kind of like obsessive yeah 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 like fixated but i think but yeah improvement is important to me which i guess makes sense since it's a wing so it's not completely who i yeah. am but it's a important part so when you're type nine with a one wing you're considered a dreamer and she's a dreamer i'm a dreamer everybody. both of these are very idealistic that's like a big trait that both of them share is that you're idealistic and working towards some sort of balance. Balance is very important in everybody's right. lives. And I think we talked about that in self-love, didn't we? Yeah. We totally did. But yeah, like it says here that type ones, they are often driven and ambitious and are sometimes workaholics. I agree with that. I could be a workaholic, yeah. but it comes in... Waves. waves yeah because i think type ones what from what i'm gathering from the site they're always workaholics or it's a very big part of the personality but since it's more of a wing for me i can kind of change that into being like i'm a workaholic when something really matters to me yeah yeah more specifically for type nine wing one wow it sounds so technical according to this random site we're like hopping around different yeah. sites so 
on the website that we took this test on, it type nine wing one is considered the dreamer, but this other site that gives you more information calls it the negotiator. Oh, yours is different. Mine was the same. No, mine's different, yeah. So my personality trait for my type and wing, um, we are afraid of being separated from the rest of the world and losing what matters to them. I guess. I guess the second one's more applicable. Yeah, like I feel like I don't really care about being separated. (laughs) I feel like you'd prefer (laughs) to be separated. I think I try my best to keep like principles in my head and try to keep that as my driving factor. Mm. It says here basic desire. They desire peace both internally and externally. Um, My type one wing encourages me to make my idealized peaceful world a reality, which I agree with, which also gives me a lot of inner stress because wow. I have a lot of idealistic motives in my head, I guess. And but values. It, yeah, and values. And they're so important to me that when I apply them to real life, especially now during this whole COVID thing and jobs and graduating <laughs> and trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not that peaceful. <laughs> so I think that's why it's been stressful, but there we go. Oh, that's how they work together. I was just like, how do they work together? Yeah. But that makes sense now. And it says, <clears throat> negotiators, which is the type nine wing one, defend themselves by participating heavily in routine to distract themselves and avoid negative emotions. I find that's true when my routine works, but my routine has been flipped on its head since I graduated. So I think I've been trying to change up my routine but it's also yeah but that's why it's telling you that you're so full like you're you rely on that routine so much that i'm like desperately trying to change it exactly so that's true in in a in a a way and also with this whole like pandemic that also changes your whole like summer routine i guess you could say so yeah so like left us all shook it yeah so we're just routines are just out the window and apparently that's what i really heavily rely on so that that's good (laughs) so in summary my personality tends to seek routine and moral action. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, fear, misfortune, and isolation. I'm. I think mm-hmm. being isolated is different than being alone. Like you can be alone and be happy, but being isolated is another story. Yeah. So I agree. It says, um, avoid disturbing peace and balance. I agree, and try to numb themselves to their problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. She's getting called out, guys. Yeah. And it says here that. I'm, I tend to be optimistic and orderly. That's the one thing about all these tests. They always say that I'm an optimistic and orderly person. Even the other one, the 16 personality? Yeah, even when I did the Myers-Briggs, it says I'm optimistic. I think I would like to be optimistic. And I think that shows through in being idealistic. But I don't think I'm, like, just me, I'm not like an optimistic person. I think you're realistically optimistic. Yeah, and I'm not like, I'm going to be... Yeah, a famous no. millionaire like no. oh my god now that's like everything like you're idealistic but you're also realistic yeah but you're also because i don't think i'm like so i've definitely met people who are like actually optimistic yeah. and it kind of freaks me out <laughs> like how yeah i'm like that's not true but i i think idealistic is more accurate mm. my type nine wing one strengths i can easily see many sides to a situation Yes, yes, I agree, yeah, but that also can. that also caused me great stress. Cause, Does it? Yeah, because then I see like everyone's point, and then it stresses me out because I can't choose a side because I can justify everything, and I'm like, that's true. So I'm always and that's harder with like friends. Yeah, too. and I'm always like stuck in like in in between, either with friends or like in my own conflicts yeah. with myself. I'm always like, I don't know what to do. It's accurate though because I I go to you a lot if I need perspective on things. 
Oh, interesting. So, okay. I think that's definitely true. And it says, desire to help and improve the lives of others. Isn't that what you had? Something similar. Something similar. I guess so. Like, <laughs> that's always a nice bonus, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Strong work ethic and focus. See, that's the thing. Damn. I think that's true when I find something I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. school has clouded my judgment on that. I do think I have a strong work ethic now that we think about the fact that we got through a degree. Graduated? Yeah, in four years. I had to have some sort of work ethic, you yeah. know? <clears throat> and focus. I think the focus is the hardest part. Just because there's again, so many yeah, things. But again, school kind of did ruin it for you. But I, because I feel like you're that per, you're you're that part of your personality when you're focused, like when you're passionate about something. Yeah. When you're really like when I find something. into something that you like really like this podcast. Yeah, it's it, yeah exactly. It's hard when because school's so different because you have so many different things to think about. It's like that that and so many things that you don't want to do. Yeah, see that messes with the whole balance of my personality. And it says ability to remain open minded. Yeah. I You're pretty open-minded, I would think. I hope a lot of people are, but... Okay, so weaknesses. I overlook my own needs. That is the same as mine. Yeah, I think... Wow. Doesn't everybody do that? I, I guess maybe some people are able to be selfish in a good way. You can be selfish in a good way. Um, it says tendency to be overly critical of themselves. Yeah. Mm. I'm always like... She has this crisis and she's like, oh my god, I feel so useless. I'm like, girl, no, It's a pandemic. Not. Okay, that's true. <laughs> But yeah. But no, she's no, no, you're not. You're Aww. fine. And it says being perceived as cold or aloof when stressed. That's true. I get very like. <laughs> That's true. I get very like. I'm like mean when I'm stressed. I don't want to deal with people. And it says I get scared of her when she's like stressed <laughs> out. I like don't even talk to her when she's stressed out. I let her come to me. Yeah. When she's stressed out, because I don't want to stress her out even more. It's honestly a better approach for me personally, because because then when people like approach me when I stress, then I feel like I gotta like deal with another thing and it's deal with a lot. them on yeah. top of the stress that you already have yeah. so it's a lot it says difficulty facing conflict head-on that's another thing that just came up again maybe that's one that's not as accurate for me i think i can face conflict when i have to i think that's something i've had to work on though definitely in the past i would say that would that describes me accurately like i can't do conflict but now being old that comes from the confidence though that like bruh yeah. It literally doesn't matter if people are meant to be there. I think inherently, I, I guess I'll go with inherent traits. Like inherently, yes, that does apply to me, but I've learned to overcome that. So for jobs, so I got religious worker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we should start <laughs> something. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if this makes me feel better or worse about my life, but it, it's also very similar to others because I did a test. Uh, I actually paid for this test in university. I went oh, to the career counseling thing at my university, paid $40 for them to tell me like, oh, you could go be a florist because <laughs> I have a degree in biology. He literally told me to be a florist or go be a biologist. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I have a biology degree. What else do I do? But anyways, this Enneagram an 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 I always say it wrong. Enneagram. Enneagram test is telling me I could be a counselor. Mm. I've thought about that before. It's just technical technicalities of being these jobs always stand in the way. Um, a veterinarian. I would if I wasn't allergic to everything. <laughs> <laughs> a museum curator. What is that? One of the people that like, like to talk. No, the, the they're the people who like make the exhibits. Um, they decide what goes in the exhibits. Way, yeah. That'd be a lit job. I don't know how to get into that, but cool. <laughs> Do we have museums here? <laughs> Glumbo. It says a nurse. 
Not no. I see uh, how that applies to this personality trait, but that's not for me. A, okay, these are so vague. A diplomat. You just like what kind of diplomat? Yeah. My guy. You also did a snap filter of your hand telling you what 2021 will bring you, and it says that you will become president. I think this is telling you something. <gasps> Nora 2020. So 2021. Too late. Oh, 2020. Too late. Kanye West, watch out. <laughs> So it's human resources director. These are Mine was human resources manager. Dude, we can work together. We can make a whole business, apparently. A pharmacist. A religious business. I wonder where they got pharmacists from. I can see where they got human resources. That's another like balancing thing. Like you gotta balance business versus how you treat your workers. But pharmacist? Okay. <laughs> maybe that like ties into your type one. Or maybe it's just like the routine. It seems like a chill job. There's like a whole bunch of TikToks where people are putting like the pills. I think that's a pharmacist tech that like actually puts the pills yeah. in the bottles. I watched like a hundred of those. They're so comforting. I don't know if I could do it as a job. I might mess it up because I can't count. Like I can't do, it's very tedious. I can't do that for too long. Yeah. So yeah, but in theory, very good routine. Um, and environmental scientist. And it says religious worker. I think I think that it was just a religious leader because I was more extroverted and sociable, whereas you're like, you go for it. Okay. But like quietly, you know? So I found one that like compares like our compatibility. This is supposed to be for like a couple, but we're going to say it's like a friend thing. Yeah. Yeah, I found like a description of like how compatible Nora and I would be together in a relationship, but like friend-wise. Friend Enneagram 2s and 9s are similar in a wide variety of areas and reactions, which is probably why we get along. Both types are interested in nurturing others and in helping people to do better, more comfortable with themselves, and more at peace. They tend to be optimistic and reframe disappointments in the most positive way possible. Like, we do it for each other, not to ourselves. I think that... Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's part of the whole helping others thing. Like, if we can't oh, do it for true, ourselves, true. we'll do it for we'll someone else. We'll just do it for others. Perfect. <laughs> this pairing has an outstanding, warm, kindly, and good-natured quality about it that each side reinforces. <gasps> Tell me more. <laughs> they are easygoing, hospitable, and undemanding, happy to make friends, happy to make friends happy, and welcome them to their home. Twos bring to the pair a more outward and interpersonally engaging energy. I don't know about the outward because I think Nora brings that out in me. But like interpersonal. I agree with that. Yeah. They would most likely be the first to introduce themselves at a party or go to someone's aid and comfort if they are perceived that the other person had some kind of a problem. I think we do that equally. <laughs> I feel like, no, these are twos. Oh. This is me. But I feel like you bring that out. <laughs> Oh my god. So that means you do Can do you? It. I need to find a guy version of you, I swear to god. <gasps> Twos wow. are proud of their relationship, their home, their family, and their friends, and they want to share them with others. You brought me into your friend group. True. Twos constantly add energy and new people to the Twos constantly add energy and new people to the relationship mix. They are more talkative than nines, which I don't think that's true, and more openly curious about other people. That's true. How they like live that. and what they are like and are more eager to get involved in others' lives. I think you are more talkative than me. Really? Yeah. I think so. Because I swear when we first started becoming friends, it was because you were more talkative and I was the more shy. And that was I called became, fear. <laughs> I, was, I became more talkative because you were talkative and I was just like, oh my god, I want to be like Nora. Wow. She wants to be like me. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I'm going Okay, I'll, I'll talk about nines then. Okay. Exactly. On the other hand, nines... That's me. Brings a quiet steadiness, uncomplicated directness that allows True. people to flourish and things to get done with a minimum with a minimum of stress and conflict. 
think that's, that's true. true. I don't know when we ever had to like get things done. I guess we had classes. We had together. classes together. We had like we had, we made this podcast. True. Look, I got oh. that shit done. Okay. Even if twos become upset about their relationships or are feeling moments of self doubt about how loved they are, nines have a way of calming them down and of providing a great deal of unquestioned acceptance. And that's true. Max, she did that. St- she did this to me before um, we we recorded this podcast. <laughs> Both types are drawn to each other to provide soothing and support. Their home and hearth, pets and love of nature are extremely important to them. I think we have an equivalent love of nature. It's important to us, I would mm-hmm. say. Both go out of the way to be considerate of each other True. as well as of other people. Most of their best communication is non-verbal, physical, arising from their simple, direct presence to each other. Honestly, I don't think that's true. I think our verbal communication is very good. Yeah, but also I feel like we can, it's fine if we're just like quiet. Yeah, like nonverbal isn't struggling or anything, but I think we can talk. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. It says they can develop almost a psychic link with each other. I yeah, so. I know when Nora's in a bad mood. Like it's in my head. I'm just like, oh my god, girl, are you okay? And then it turns out she has to. It's like when, we, when you had that party and we were driving and you were driving everybody home and I was just like quiet in the passenger seat. <laughs> I wasn't mad, I was just over it. She, and she's like, after we dropped off everybody else, she's like, I can tell you're over it. <laughs> We are a very mellow couple whose emphasis on hospitality reminds people of how healing it is to be around loving, generous people. (gasps) This is such a cute... Wow, I need a personality nine in a boy. Potential trouble spots. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, so basically saying that we're both very complacent, it says both twos and nines tend to give away their power to go along with the agendas of others. Yeah, I think if it's easier to go along with what other people do want, then we will do that. We're not one to push. I think we only decide when we have to. Yeah. Or when we're with each other. Like, we are literally so, like, indecisive together. Yeah. (laughs) That it's like, what do we do? Um... Yeah, see, yet one of the parties will have to wear the pants in the family, taking charge and making decisions. We kind of flip-flop with that. We don't, we like, if we make a decision, we'll just do it because we know that it's not going to get done. Yeah, but also that psychic link is just like, I know Nora wants sushi. (laughs) Um, Yeah, see, it says, although either will take charge if necessary, even though doing so goes against the great. like saying it before, like, whoa, we're manifesting it. (laughs) However... When we do have to make a decision, um, we're put under st- increased stress, and we feel like we are being forced into the bad guy role. But it doesn't. It's not like we've had to make like bad decisions before. So no, it's been like, what do you want to eat? <laughs> but I guess like you don't want to unintentionally make them stressed. So yeah. But I also feel like we have that like complacent personality where it's like I don't really like if you choose McDonald's and I was like yeah I'll just get whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. Further, neither finds it easy to talk about their feelings. That's, I, that's false. So, that's so, so false. I'm true. <laughs> just go back to our last two podcasts. Yeah. So those. Yeah. No, that's okay. Let's skip to the part that's actually true. Um, nines find it difficult to find their own voice and to speak up for themselves. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's, that's about me and. I don't think that's true. No. Um, Mind you, we haven't really had like a fight fight. Yeah, we haven't had to like stand up for ourselves. To each other. Thank yeah, God. So. Twos are not good at taking criticism. That's true. I don't think, but in our relationship, I can be like, you're being stupid. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the same, and vice versa. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. And um, when nines find the courage to speak up, they may go overboard with the load of old resel- resentments that have piled up. Oh my god, are there resentments that you have towards me? Excuse my memory me? is not that good. <laughs> yeah, me either. So this is untrue. Maybe this is more for like an actual couple. couple yeah. The result is that nines withdraw into silence and become passive-aggressive. I do that, but like not in our relationship, mm. but I do that. <laughs> but that's all just part of your personality. Yeah. Well, twos feel unappreciated, misunderstood, and rejected. I felt that in my relationship with my ex, <laughs> not with you. Okay, so they're accurate. It's just that we're so good to each other that no. we don't have to deal with it. Okay. <laughs> Both try to keep everything quiet and normal on the surface, although they begin to deteriorate into longer silences with each other and more distance, including less physical contact. Again, nope. I guess it, if we were a couple, then sure, I could see that happening, but... That's not the case, so. <laughs> the couple that seems so unassuming and supportive tends to end through attrition and drifting apart. Nobody wants to talk about what has really happened. Nobody wants to take responsibility for the deterioration of the relationship and if things eventually simply fall apart. Okay, yeah, this is just like relationships. I could see that happening to me, like if I, like that's how a relationship would end for me, I would think, but obviously it hasn't happened like That's you. how a relationship ended with me. Oh. So like it has happened before, but I don't I don't know his personality type. Okay. But like if to be honest, well I don't think it's gonna happen. But like if like our friendship ended, I don't think it would be that way. Anyways, I don't think we would drift apart. Okay, bye for like three days. And oh yeah, okay, bye. Like, and then, we mm. need to record this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but very interesting. Very that was nice. really fun. Yeah, I love learning about ourselves. We thought it'd be a fun thing to do today and not have to go super super deep into conversation. Thanks for listening to us talk about ourselves again. <laughs> um, Elena did an individual podcast. Which Nora has to do another one. Yeah, so I don't know if that will be up before this. If it's been posted already, go listen to it again. But if it hasn't, then listen to it listen after. To it. <laughs> and I'll make one because I still have to do my individual one. So yeah. Okay, bye. See you in the next one. Peace.